Hi, and welcome to the last in our series of webinars looking at the relationship between the finance function and the sales function. So far, we've looked at um, what that relationship has, has historically been like and how it can be improved. We look at the systems that, uh, that underpin where people are at the moment and some, some pain points around that. The last webinar in the series is looking at the future of the, uh, the CFO, what the role uh, looks like now and how it might be, might be changing in the, in the future to um, embrace new approaches and more value-focused ways of engaging. Uh, but before we have those, uh, those conversations, I'd like to introduce uh, my three panelists uh, today. Um, in alphabetical order, the first is Andy Nellis, who's the MD of Cognition. Hi, Andy. Good day, Andy. Uh, the second is Raymond Holt from Magnentis uh, Partners. Uh, Raymond, good day. Uh, and lastly, Stuart Monk, who's the VP and General Manager for uh, EMEA at Financial Force. Uh, hi there, Stuart. Hi, Andy. Great. Thanks for, for joining me here today, guys. Um, so the role of the, of the CFO um, historically um, has, has been one focused perhaps more on governance and on transaction processing than, than, than adding value. We touched on some of that, that previously. Um, how, do you, how do you envisage this kind of stuff changing, Raymond, um, over, over the next, or how has it changed of late? Uh, and how do you see things moving forward? I think it's I think it's been changing. I think with what's been happening um, around COVID and where we're going, I think it's going to be an even greater emphasis on on softer skills. I think there's going to be a real emphasis on. Uh, we talked about EQ um, as much as IQ. I think there's going to be a need to actually have a greater role in terms of being able to see things from the perspective of, for example, in this context, a sales director, but actually be able to sit in their shoes greater emphasis on commerciality and really understanding how a business works rather than just how finance works. Um, and I suspect that one of the things which I, a lot of finance people really struggle will really will be maybe a little bit fearful of. I think there's going to be a lot more conflict around in terms of build it when you're building a business because there's so much challenge going to be so much challenge and flex and agility and change in the marketplace and everything else. I think there's going to be a lot of conflict in the sense of what do we do now and are we fit and ready to actually be able to respond to our internal clients needs as well as our external clients needs yeah interesting could you tell us a bit more about that about the conflict piece yeah well i think you're gonna i think what you're gonna find is that there's going to be competing diet competing need for resource from it for, it for example between different practices parts of the business but also in terms of sales and finance you're going to, I, good salesmen, good sales directors are going to be a little bit pushy about how they want to, how they want to grow the business. And I think that's going to require a lot of leaning on the relationships to try and find solutions, solutions that we haven't had to deal with before, find mm. different ways to work together. Finance, the CFOs are not always comfortable in that place where it's, where they're, where they're almost being, having to be combative, but actually no, yes, no, this does work, this doesn't work in a way to, kind of not play together to get the right answer it's almost mm. would be more comfortable with a more structured approach to uh, a lot of uh, log what the change does that to you doesn't it that's gonna yeah be a real it challenge. certainly sounds like a like a different a, a different way of engaging to what we've had historically Stuart I mean your thoughts on that I mean are you happy banging clay together well I, I think you know COVID's uh, probably a great example of how um We've, we've jointly developed um, solutions for our customers working together, right? I mean, finance holds the root cause 
analysis and um, they stepped into an understanding that that has allowed us to link through to develop solutions. And I think um, once finance is working with others, it, it's, it's that shift into the deployment of solutions. And as, as Raymond said, that requires a, cage, uh, a change in skill set, right, from technical through to business and problem solving, and as mm. well as change management. So that's the opportunity. Yeah. Andy, I can see you're, you're, you're agreeing on that around this, the, these new kind of skills to have these new kind of clay bashing discussions. Yeah, I think commercial, it's the commerciality, isn't it? It's around, you know, this is a business. Um, you know, traditionally, finance might have been looking backwards or what's the latest set of numbers? What does that mean like for like with last year and so forth? But no, let's, let's look forward as an organisation and how are finance going to work part of the team to actually define the, the direction of the business and you know, how the business grows. One of the things which I think is going to be massive moving forward, and I'd be interested on Stuart's perspective on this, I think a lot of CFOs think team one is finance, is the finance team. It isn't. The top team is, is team one. So the relationship between the sales director and the finance director trumps the relationship within finance. Because fundamentally, this is about the business first and finance coming to the business rather than it being about finance. And that's going to be a really different change for a lot of CFOs who view their team as that's the priority. No, it's not. It's not the top team's the priority and driving the business forward is going to be the priority. Stuart, you are, I can see you're, you're kind of agreeing with that message, yeah? Well, look, you know, finance functions are usually the masters of producing reports, right, within there. Um, but then those products are handed to others to debate and discuss. And I think, you know, that there's an appetite to change that mandate and from finance functions to move from being reporting um, factories to providing experience that wrap around the, the reports that they produce. And finance function is, is it should be a questioning role involving um, constant horizon scanning and then alerting the business to, to strategic opportunities or threats based on that. I mean, that's true business partnering, yeah? Mm. But, that, but th those, those things are slightly different perhaps to where they are at the moment. What, what challenges do you do perhaps see coming ahead in order for, to help finance address those, Stuart? So um, you, you've got to provide insights into the drivers of, of organizational value and that means pivoting to contributing to decision making including you know defining objectives with regards to developing the business models mm. um, and that's where I think there's a natural partnership between sales and finance in particular. Yeah uh, and Andy any challenges that you see above and beyond this idea of a sort of shared um, shared way of looking one shared business model what other challenges might you see? I think um, I think it comes back to to Stuart's point earlier around change. So I think that's the I think everyone can understand what the future needs to look like and what that structure needs to look like. But make, turning that certainly for organisations that have found it hard to pivot. Um, Raymond often uses a analogies of speedboats and oil tankers. So you know. The ability to move um, and change rapidly and, and how an organization um, in, you know embraces that I think there's a real change aspect to that 
and it's really crucial right now. Raymond, the uh, the speedboat driving CFO, is that you? Well, I, I, the, the the challenge is you end up with a lot of businesses who are speedboats who think like oil tankers, and that and what you actually want to be is an is an oil tanker that's got that's got the agility of a speedboat, and that's mm. very very. And, and one of the one of the challenges for me about the CFO role moving forwards to enable that to happen is CFOs have got to be far more educators about what what we understand, how we see things, and how we share what our understanding. So that those around, so that those around us, in, including sales directors, are able to understand the business through our eyes. But on the flip side of that, CFOs have to be able to be able to sit in the shoes of a of a sales director and understand and have an appreciation for how sales directors are looking at the business as well. And in some ways, bring the two together, which is not is the the left brain right brain thing is not is just really not a natural way for a CFO to behave or to be. But that's that's where it's going, and um, and we have to we have to get ourselves into that space. Stuart, the, this point about we've touched on EQ, and we've talked about different ways of um, you know different skills that people have to have in this in this new, more flexible and agile um, perspective. Is that your experience as well? Yeah, I mean, I've had to to bring about those changes within um, within my own sales organisations. You know, when I, when I when I ask customers what makes for a good visit from a, a salesperson, they, they tell me it's two things. One, they want to be educated in terms of what their competitors and in other industries like them are using technology, what, what they're getting out of it. And number two is they want to be listened to. And so, you know, I can teach content. The, the more interesting one is how you develop uh, around listening skills, empathy. And those are the things that I think you know, from a, a finance perspective, um, accounting qualifications uh, are maybe your entry point, but really, really what progresses your career is your general commercial acumen and your social skills in the workplace. I think it's true for all of us. Mm. It's the ability to manage those stakeholders, is it, Raymond? Yeah, and, and understanding who the stakeholders actually are, because I think traditionally we go, oh, it's the board of directors or, oh, it's the share. And it's not always. It might be the project manager or the, or the account manager for the client. He's the one that you've got to manage to make sure he is informed of everything that he needs to know. And we, work, we, can, we sometimes forget that it's not you've got to really know who the stakeholder is in this conversation. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um slightly different world andy what what specific challenges do you think um our cfos might have in in adopting these these new ways of working these new ways of engaging um so i think there's um there is a there i know we'll, we'll we'll inevitably come back to how does technology enable that but i think you know right now some cfos are still working with um technology that doesn't really enable them or give them the information they need to 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 work in a future thinking way they're mm -hmm. always you know they're still uh looking backwards because they are used to just you know effectively delivering reports that talk about what they did uh, this you know this month and, and what it was like this time last year so i think it's the technology the, the predictive analytics um you know looking to the future you know for, forecasting revenue and utilizing everything that a cloud uh, technology can bring today in terms of giving them that insight and foresight in terms of the business and its future 
So, so Raymond, do you think that this this CFO of the future is is dependent upon technology? Yeah, I think technology. I think um, Stuart's mentioned in the past. Technology needs to do and provide the insights to enable the the CFO to be able to occupy the role that they need to do in terms of business development and understanding what's happening within the business. I think the, the, the challenge right now is that I think Andy's right. A lot of time and effort is spent one looking backwards to, or two actually one creating the information two which is so far out of date anyway by the time you get it that actually by the time they're having a conversation with a with a sales director the sales director's thinking three months ahead of them and they're still and and they're still around to catch up and i think that's mm -hmm. one of the things which is well fundamentally what cfos are going to have to do and if you work in an entrepreneurial environment, you do this every day, is you are going to have to run to keep up with the business while you build it behind you. You cannot, the business cannot wait for you to build it. You have to jump over and go to and build it behind you, get the technology to work to give you the information. And you have to manage the relationships at that point. And that's a big confidence. That, that requires a lot of confidence from a CFO. Hmm. Yeah, Stuart, you engage with a with a with a lot of CFOs in your in your sales engagements. Um, what what are your thoughts on the technology that they're looking for to enable them to you know to add value into the organisation in the way that Ray was kind of suggesting? Well, I think the value add when when you can provide insights and and establish metrics that matter against your organisation that you're driving things in in a consistent way forward on there. But I, I don't think. You know, the technology component is, is one of three, I think, the powerful attributes. One is, one is the people, the talent um, on board. You know, technology has a part to play in the way in which we recruit and are able to bring in diverse talent. You've then got processes. Uh, I've alluded in, in previous conversations around, you know, don't spend time uh, redefining requirements when best practices are sitting in, in standard solutions. And particularly now, um, you know, you've got the office, you've got the opportunity to bring um, the front and the back office together on platforms like ourselves, which give you, you, you know, one view of the customer shared. Um, uh, so it's people processes and then use the innovation that technology can bring to, to allow you to take, uh, you know, both a, a current and future view of your business and get alignment across um, cross line of business. Yeah, that's interesting. A, 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 lot of, a lot of what we've seen at the moment with the with the with the COVID crisis, we're seeing people using you know the home working tools, you know the, the Zooms and Chatters and all that sort of stuff, and also looking to extend into the areas of communities and working more collaboratively with partner channels and with with customers in in a sort of a community uh, rather than in a in a traditional sort of silo. You, is that is that your experience, Andy? I think it's one of the things we definitely noticed. Uh... In recent times and, and and the cloud platforms enable this is organizations that wouldn't previously have communicated in terms of um, being in different sectors or potentially being within the same sector but competitively um, the, the, those organizations are much more open to sharing best practice and sharing the things that work for them as an organization around technology so whether that's dashboards reports and so on and so forth so just, you know, how, how do we get the best out of the uh, products we're using and, and how do they deliver the value that we're looking for? Yeah, organizations are more open to sharing that insight. 
That's great. Um, Raymond, can I leave the, the, the last um, comments to you as our, as our resident CFO? Um, how do you see the role of the, of the CFO over the next sort of six months, two years, and, and what do you need in order to help you deliver against that requirement? No, I, I, it's, a, it's a really high people-based role first now. People skills, I think Stuart's alluded to that, in, in terms of being able to communicate and actually be able to articulate what finance does and, and understand. Um, I think then you've got a big high commercial aspect of what is going to be needed and that agility and understanding what actually, what levers are pulled to actually deliver the results that are actually being delivered and how to influence those, those levers so that you can actually improve the performance and resources available. And then on the third bit is around the getting, as Stuart's also said about getting the machine to work the most effectively the way it can and actually almost being learning from our from our peers in that respect and and actually turning around and saying to people like Stuart and Andy do you know what what are my competitors doing what is working for them and how much of that can we get in here because we really it will just move us forward three steps rather than trying to do it ourselves Mm. that's that's a really diverse view of how of what of the kind of plates cfos are gonna have to spin all at the same time all whilst the world is changing around them yeah that's interesting challenges for us all ahead um thank you to uh to all of my panelists uh some really great insights there um uh andy um raymond stewart thank you so much indeed for your invaluable contributions um so the role of the uh the finance um the cfo and the sales directors you know goes hand in hand it's business centric it's customer centric heavily reliant upon technology getting your fundamentals in place and then being able to truly engage and horizon scan what it what is out there how it can work more effectively um in order to deliver uh, better business performance and i think one of the lessons of of, of covid is that when people come together um, and collaborate and engage and share um, then the potential um, to uh, manifestly improve our organizations as well is, is very profound um, so thank you very much indeed lastly to the um, uh, to the uh, to the panel um, there is uh, an ebook that we've put together which is available for download which uh, touches on a number of the subjects that we've uh, discussed today um, but that just leaves it to me so thank you very much indeed for listening um, and thank you for your time